Do you love women in charge dynamics? Are you ready to take your feminine dominance skills to the next level? To learn to dominate safely, creatively, and most of all, confidently? Looking for information on how to encourage growth, learning, and discipline in your power dynamic? Or maybe you want to learn how to really submit in a woman-led dynamic. Are wondering how to find the right dominant partner for you? And to learn and train to please her the best way possible. You're in luck. FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge is happening online June 10th through 12th and is now open for registration. Get your ticket to get access to the special learning and interactive events leading up to the weekend. Enjoy Femdom-centered content to share and discuss. Plus, get your personal invite to a special Discord server to meet other Women in Charge enthusiasts, to get to know each other, and connect before and after the event. Find out more at womenincharge.info. That's womenincharge.info. Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I wrote this piece originally in 2016. I'm sharing this with you because it's come up recently and, well, I feel like you hear a lot about where I am and my happiness and successful relationships I have. And maybe many of you don't know what it took me to get here. So I'll share. Trigger warning. Extreme emotional abuse. Please protect yourself and turn this off. If it harms you. The night I tried to be sexy. He was beautiful, strong, charismatic, sexy as fuck, had been from the moment I met him. I was me. He'd never told me I was beautiful. It didn't matter. I never valued that part of romance anyway. He liked my brain. He liked my athleticism. He liked my business success. He also liked tall blondes. (laughs) I am most definitely not a tall blonde. But, I thought, I could be. I planned it for a week. I bought the lingerie. I bought the honey powder and the makeup. I bought the fine chocolate and the single malt he enjoyed. I bought candles. I bought the shoes with very high heels. And I bought the long blonde wig. The night came. The candles were lit. I took a last look in the mirror, and although I didn't look anything like me, I looked pretty damn good, I thought, for an awkward, brainy girl. This would be fun. My hopes were high, 
my spirits soaring. It had been a while since we'd been intimate and a much longer time since we'd had really mind-blowing sex and laughter together. Tonight was going to change things. I was sure of it. It would be the start of a new life together. I heard the front door. I could barely breathe. I was so happy. Heard his footsteps down the hall. I smiled brilliantly as he came in the door. He took one look at me and walked away for hours. I cried myself to sleep. When he came to bed, he was careful not to touch me. The next day, he screamed that I looked like a whore. That he couldn't believe I would ever even think of doing something like that to him. That only a slut would wear that color of red lipstick. Why would I ever imagine that he would have married such a pathetic, unlovable excuse for a woman? My first time ever actually trying to be sexy. I was 32. I died inside that night when my husband, the man who claimed to love me more than anyone in the world, walked away from me with disgust on his face. Even now, almost 20 years later, that stings. I can feel the pain I went through the way my heart was ripped out. I can tell you that I'm a different person now. This will never happen to me again. I know the kind of person who does this to another human, and I just don't connect with that energy anymore. My boundaries are way too strong. My love of me is far too big to allow itself to be diminished. And when I wrote that, I was just a few years into my relationship with my current partner, and writing that out was like lancing a boil. I shared it with him, and he was horrified for me. And then he loved me hard, so hard, and helped me fill up and helped me heal. It was fucking beautiful. On the original writing, Violet Bloom said, Thanks for sharing this. It's been an eye-opener to me to actually be with someone who thinks I'm beautiful as I am. It actually makes me feel more beautiful. This reminds me of the decades I spent trying to be beautiful for someone and never quite being beautiful enough. And also that even gorgeous people like you have been treated like that. Miss Sylph said... It's a heart-wrenching moment when you realize 
the beauty of a relationship has morphed into something else. That the words and feelings in the beginning had been an illusion and you're left with someone who treats you poorly and is controlling. It is more heart-wrenching when you realize how many women have had the same experience. The flip side is the beauty, strength, and resilience of women. I agree that someone will appreciate the quirks, etc. Until that time, there is nothing wrong with being alone and enjoying your own company. A poor match is more damaging than being alone. To Nookie, I'm glad you're in a very different type of relationship now. <laughs> I am too. Fallen Eden. I see the one year ago me in the 10 years ago you. Learning to trust someone again after that is difficult. I know that it will be possible someday. Thank you for sharing your vulnerability with us. And Wolfie chimed in, reminding everyone that this doesn't just happen to women. My first marriage was something like that. Not the verbal abuse you suffered, but just constant rejection, physical rejection, emotional rejection. Pretty much everything I did or said was wrong. It breaks you down slowly over time. Until I met someone who made me see myself in a different way. Of course, that meant I eventually cheated on my wife and broke my vows. But the same person who showed me I wasn't a failure and deserved better also showed me that my ex-wife took vows to me, too, and had been violating them for years before I broke mine. Like you, I'm a different person now, and all I went through to become who I am now was worth it. Nurse Sarah, 74, added, Thank you for sharing this heart-wrenching memoir. I can see how many of us it has touched. In the end, it's empowering to read that we will come out stronger, sexier, and more beautiful on the other side. What are your thoughts? Have you experienced this sort of rejection? Did you let it define you, even temporarily, as I did? Did you recover yourself and come out the other side stronger and better and far happier? as I did, or perhaps you're still in the process. Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky is built by Kinksters for Kinksters, Poly, Queer, Trans Folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.